0: It's another a Seat at the Table podcast with your boy Lawrence Green and I'm here with my awesome co-host Brooke Majors, Michelle Nemo, Dwayne Sampson, and you know what it is. So on this particular podcast we're going to do an advice column. Um, two people sent me um, some particular, looking for particular advice about it and I thought what better way than to bring it to the table. So I um, this is our first um, person who <laughs> sent something in. And this was their question. And it says, why do you think we go back to the things we used to do or go back to the world, even though we've had an encounter with God? So what do you guys just take? What
1: would you say to this to this listener? I'll probably ask, like, how far back? What is back? Like, Is it completely relapsed or is it you're falling to sin over again and then get the context? on on that um that's the first thing i would ask him but then i would go deeper um you guys got anything you
2: know details i think there's
3: nothing (laughs) wrong with having an encounter with god i think that's just for the reassurance to know that he's real he's been with you the whole entire time um and that's just that moment for you to kind of have that reality check that like oh my gosh like my god is here he loves me never left me um I, and I think the problem is that sometimes we get this big expectation that like we're supposed to just be made perfect mm-hmm. in that moment of having an encounter. And I think those are two different things yeah. because God didn't say, oh, Brooke, I'm real. And now you got to be perfect. Like it's not like that because now you have to begin to walk this lifestyle out with a practical approach and understanding and knowledge. You, you, you're you still going to be saved and some people still struggle struggle with lust. And I think that idea of... I encounter God or I get saved. Now I'm perfect and I can't deal with any sin. Or now we're keeping track record of everything that was preached on, like what sin is. And then that's why condemnation is so easy to come in mm-hmm. because we forget that, yes, with Christ, He can help us to break these things off, but there's still now, if I've been struggling with something for so long, mm-hmm. I'm going to need some help on really how to break it, which changes your thinking, changes the mindset, changes the behavior. It's not just going to be like, Oh, Jesus is real. Chop. Like, yes, that can come with a desire and like, you know, to really be like, I want to be close to God. But I think that we set this expectation that just because I have encountered with God now I'm perfect and I don't sin anymore, And that's not realistic when you actually go back and evaluate our, our walk. (laughs)
2: Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I think, I need to know, well, I guess we can answer it from two different scenarios, whether it's a, recent, a recently saved person or somebody uh-huh. that has longevity okay. within their relationship with God. Okay. And so I guess I'll do it from a person that has longevity okay. and for me, from my, from my perspective, um, I guess my relationship, but I know sometimes I go back when I don't stay in the presence of God. Long enough. Mm-hmm. That's one of the main reasons why I, I go back. It's if I don't have anything to sustain me, whether mm-hmm. it's His Word or whether it's accountability, whether it's fellowship, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back. And so that's the number one thing for me. For somebody that has had a relationship with God for a minute mm-hmm. now.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. oh, go ahead if you have something. Well, first I'm gonna say yes. Eyes, this <laughs> lighting. Oh, you know, you <laughs> you <know>, your eyes. <laughs> it's like
3: that. You say my eyes look nice. Yeah, I know,
1: right? All right. <laughs> Um, i some serious. I, no, no, for, for real. Um, I think that you know God is perfect in the way He set things up for us to be Christians, right? Mm-hmm. One of the main things He set up, crucial things. Matter of fact, something that we call like Jesus' bride was the church, right? Mm-hmm. I think what you immerse yourself in plays a huge part of your outlook on the things you do, right? Mm-hmm. There are sayings people say, you know, you're the average of the people you hang around. The Bible talks about bad company ruins good morals as mm-hmm. a reason why God set up a church for you to not be immersed in all the time, but to have context and fellowship with, and that will have influence on how you do other things in life. Mm-hmm. That's just another uh, perspective.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um, this is what I end up saying to the individual, and I said, <clears throat> assuming the person is a Christian believer, I would say that that person simply needs to be reminded of their identity and purpose in Christ. Mm-hmm. And I think that was something that really helped me in the time being of where I, like of all the issues and all the stuff that I was going through and all the, you know, church hurt and everything in this past year was like really identify, like identifying my identity and purpose in Christ. And, and that is, is that he's made me righteous. He's made mm-hmm. me justify. He's purified me. And that my purpose is to walk in the image of God that He and the authority that he has given me and live for his glory in that and allowing whatever this life brings to be a part of my sanctification process. And then I said, every believer must realize what they have in Christ is better than anything and everything the world has to offer. Mm-hmm. Because there's time periods where I have looked back on things and it was just like, yo, so-and-so really moved on without me. Mm-hmm. Like, they really moved on. And then it was. It wasn't until I think Dwayne had sent me something. Um, what's the young man that had died of cancer? Uh, uh, Nabil. Nabil, and Nabil, he did a sermon, <laughs> and he was just like, "When I, he's just like as a Muslim, he's just like, when I was a child, what I looked forward to was doing the father and I mean the son and mother dance at my wedding." Mm-hmm. But because, because he had became a Christian, his family mm-hmm. had cut him off. Mm-hmm. So he was never able to do that very thing. Mm-hmm. And so he was sitting at his wedding, think about this. And he was just like, you know what, God, you were worth it. Mm-hmm. You were worth, you were worth me missing out on dance with my mother at my wedding, even though that was something I really wanted mm-hmm. that I've always, you know, dreamt of when I was younger, you were worth it. What you did on that cross, the bleeding, the suffering, the walking the way you did rising up and all of that, it was worth And so anything that I have to like cut off, it's worth it. Mm -hmm. And that joint had me crying and breaking Mm -hmm. out all types of stuff because you know what? It's just like it it was worth it. Mm -hmm. And um, I said and realize that the world offers a counterfeit with strings attached. Yeah, the world is always going to give you something that's just it looks good, Mm -hmm. but it's always going to be at the death of something. Mm -hmm. It it, it always is going to cost you. Mm -hmm. In Christ, there's no strings attached with him. Yeah. It's just, I love you relentlessly. I give everything. Mm-hmm. I give all of me to you. Yeah. And then it, I wrote understanding that God's grace is sufficient. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean to continue willingly going back, yeah. but allowing the spirit to take control in those areas day by day and moment by moment. And that's mm-hmm. simply going back to what Brooke said in the beginning is allowing a God to um to work in those areas yeah. I mean sometimes we try to do I think even us we try to do like the step by step 20 steps thing yeah. and the world they do the same thing mm-hmm. but it's just like it's like what separates the world from us and that is the spirit of God in us mm-hmm. so like what Michelle was saying and she recognizes this is that when I don't spend time with mm-hmm. the spirit if I don't spend time with my word if I'm not hanging around all the believers technically being in the spirit mm-hmm. I'm building up my spirit I'm bound to go back to the very thing that I said that I was free from and mm-hmm. then another thing that I had said, I said the Father is always ready and willing to receive us. Yeah. Remember that the <clears throat> Father greeted the prodigal son with a kiss and not a rod. Yeah. And so uh, you know, it don't matter if you did fall back, yeah. Jesus is always looking, is always ready, open arms to receive you. Yeah. It, it's us that always leaves. Mm-hmm. It's us that I want my inheritance and I want to go mm-hmm. out and live it. But it's just like, no, it's when you when when you come back. It's just like stay there and dwell there.
2: So then what's the hardest I guess what's the hardest thing or what why do people leave then? Like why is it so hard for us to stay?
0: I think it's simply because there's 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 a disconnect. I don't think it's an intentional of like like once you recognize how good he is Or sometimes people don't even know, really fully understand the fullness of who he is. They really just got in it because of some kind of blessings that they were going to get or God moved this one time and then they Mm -hmm. started doing it and not really knowing Mm -hmm. God for the truth of who Mm -hmm. he really was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then it's kind of like, it just, there's always, it's always, um, it's, I feel like it's always due to a lack of understanding. Mm -hmm. It's just like anytime when there is confusion. Mm -hmm. There's there's a rift. There's yeah. a there's a break. And so when those questions aren't answered or when it's not addressed, it's gonna pull you farther and farther and farther away. And you're gonna continue to feed those lies that come from the enemy or that we feed ourselves, and to the point where, cause the spirit is only gonna give you truth. Yeah. But if I'm not going to the spirit for truth, then what? The only thing I'm connecting to is more lies. Yeah. And so I don't think it's something that's in an intentional thing. It's just sometimes we make those disconnects of seeing whatever it was is better or thinking that this is gratifying me more than what the spirit can gratify me in
3: Mm -hmm. and as you were talking foundation came to my mind because you know the more it's not because think about it when you if you're if you're coming in the perspective of first getting saved and then you know you're doing good in your walk and then you fall off you know we talk about condemnation but if you're talking about somebody for longevity or years again, that takes work. You know what I'm saying? So I think the areas that an individual does fall back shows you the areas in your heart that you still have to work on and it could be due to lack of understanding or sometimes that's just an area that you thought you had under control but without him, you know, being in him, residing in him, him showing you, showed you when you was falling off your track, that was an area that you thought that you could handle but still not because you obviously fell into it. But I think like you said we're never away from him he's always willing and i think that's a big disconnect that could heal a lot of people is to know that he's not there standing there with a rod to beat you like he's willing to accept you but it's a it's something in the mind that he by the spirit and by support and by people have to bridge the connection back together because it's so easy for us to fall in condemnation and go off yeah but you need that constant push by God using someone, God using something, you know, or you and your alone time for him to give you that personal because a lot of time I think it has to be personal and intimate because like you said, people get indulged in for the wrong reasons with God. So when stuff falls off, mm-hmm. then it's, oh it didn't work out or oh I'm not a Christian oh God, yeah. this and it's like well what was the really f- reason if you had a real encounter mm-hmm. then that's something you should go back to every single time right. yeah. because if he's truth he revealed himself yeah. so then it's like sometimes at the same time people do not want to be accountable um, if they're in this longevity walk some people just don't want to be accountable for um, what they do you know if it's something that's disconnecting with God and what he's trying to get you to do you know or line you up to who he's calling you to be there's that riffraff you know that some people don't want to go through the pressing Mm -hmm. so of course they're going to be like yes I'm going to truth yes I see this truth but God I don't want it
2: yeah you know I also want to say one thing I, I don't want other people to think that it's um false is that this doesn't happen You know, this is all part of the process. Mm -hmm. That riffraff that you're talking about, Mm -hmm. it's all part of the process. Mm -hmm. Like, even if we think about the prodigal son, like, do you think that after he went back to his father, he ever thought, like, I actually want to go back? You know, mm-hmm. like if he ever had that mindset of I, I wanted to go back, he would have remembered what was back yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm trying to say is that this riffraff mm-hmm. that we go through, that we will remember that it led to nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It led to that bottomless pit mm-hmm. that we didn't get anything wow. out of. Yep. And as we go towards our relationship every day with God, we will understand that this riffraff is mm-hmm. th- going to be it's not going to occur as yeah. often anymore. Yeah. yeah. You know, yep. and so I think that's what I I want to get to. That this is it's going to, to happen, happen yeah. and it's a blessing when it happens. Mm-hmm. I think if we conduct ourselves in the right way. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: and I think also too, it's just like they was like if a person has had an encounter, mm-hmm. and I feel like somebody with a personal relationship, you got to make new encounters every single yeah. day. It's not like, like um, it's like it's it was beautiful the first time he yeah. did. It, But it's just like no, I got it. He's Mm -hmm. doing. He's a new. He's doing every every single morning. He's doing something new. So Mm -hmm. I feel like every single day you have to renew a new encounter with him. That's like me being in a relationship, and the only thing that we're keeping us together is the first time you kissed me me when we were twelve years old. I'm just holding on. Y'all haven't done nothing Nothing since. Nothing new. Ain't nothing new. It's about dry. Mm -hmm. Just everything. Just dry. And it's just like. (laughs) But when we was twelve, mm-hmm. I just go back to the time when we was twelve, and he just kiss. kissed
1: me on the playground. <laughs> right that first kiss. No, it's yeah. just like
0: you need something to continue to yeah. remind you that my love for you has never died. Mm-hmm. Like I am on. I'm constantly yearning for you. I'm constantly wanting you, and that's what he does. Mm-hmm. But you know, our end sometimes just doesn't always.
3: Yeah, and conflict. I really, I really think it's just. It's like what we've been told to. You know, think or structure, whatever, all our lives growing up. If you grew up in the church, whatever. If you didn't grow up in the church, God don't love you because you got tech. Like all these, all these ideologies that are put on you of who God is that man is saying. But it's still at the end of the day comes down to the individual taking the time for themselves. Because God, he's there waiting. He's never going to change. So it's still the accountability on our end to seek that knowledge because at the end of the day you're going to keep falling if you don't seek him because you want to get that new encounter you want to get the room and he literally has to like break those thoughts like yeah. i really feel like cuz this is a mind thing for real for real yeah. you can walk it out but you really have to get the disconnect to understand if you come from a broken household or whatever the case may be whatever your circumstances is he's not that bad guy yeah and sometimes for some people that's hard enough because they've been abused by men. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And trust issues. So now I gotta trust in this invisible. You know what I'm saying? But you know that the encounter is real. And sometimes it's really just cutting and really breaking that idea of he's not with me. He never loves me. He doesn't forgive me. Sometimes those are just the small barriers to really f- prevent us from getting back to him. Yeah. Like just those thoughts alone, because then that opens up a whole new world. When I understood God loved me, even though I had tattoos. Bruh.
0: <laughs>
3: and I really, but, but it's I like, think, um, you know, that that was so huge for me. Yeah. Y'all know when I tell y'all, that was so huge for me because all, I've been told when I was 15, when I got tattoos, I was going to hell. Mm-hmm. So imagine walking and yeah. being like, dang, God's yeah. never gonna accept me, so mm-hmm. I might as well accept hell. Mm-hmm. I might as well accept judgment and damnation, so therefore I can't really get the opportunity. Imagine walking like that until you're 20 and you really encounter hell. Six, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. six, six, five, yeah, six years back before I was 21 walking that when I could have took the time possibly to get to know him but because that was what was put on me you accept it Mm. so then it's like yeah okay that had to break I had to get with people I had to spend time with scripture Mm. then I had to hear it one day for myself Mm. for me to be like wow that newness Mm be like so you are good Mm -hmm. so you really do forgive okay okay so I sinned but you're still forgetting like it's levels you know Mm -hmm. but imagine just thinking one thought your entire life to keep you from him and he's literally telling you that's not me Mm -hmm. that opens up a whole new book for you to be like dive in you know so that that's just how it was for me just killing those thoughts Mm -hmm. and killing those lies and killing you know what man and even though they were a preacher you know Mm -hmm. killing that and really digging for yourself if you fall back dude get in that thing and keep going
1: You know? Yeah I I'm, I'm going to say that I definitely believe the understanding the the context of why we you know want to have that renewing um, encounter with God um consistently mm-hmm. I mean being that you know we're in these bodies until we are with God you know until we are out of these bodies and with God <laughs> it makes sense that we want to um constantly make that renewal with him because these bodies are sin and so until we've actually put off these bodies and put on new ones then we have that reminder as to why we need to continue to see God. Because this thing um, and Satan and temptation is consistently going to want to call, call come for our faith, not come for uh, families or whatever, ultimately our faith. Yeah. And so in us consistently seeking God every day, he'll give us that reminder. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be that initial feeling or initial encounter that you got. Um, because knowing God is... is that knowing him not Mm -hmm. feeling but knowing yeah that's good knowing him Mm -hmm. yes and that is what that is the truth of the matter Mm
2: -hmm. yeah i also want to um i want to say something about what um brooke was saying when she was like when she finally found out that um (laughs) as a 20 year old tattoos Mm -hmm. wasn't something that was displeasing in his sight but it it reminded me of the verse where it said taste and see that the lord Mm -hmm. is good And then I I linked that to the fact that when we taste and see that the Lord Mm -hmm. is good, we come back to still wanting more Mm -hmm. of that. You know, I remember there were moments where I was like in my room and I didn't want to like read or pray or Mm -hmm. read scriptures or anything that day. And I forced myself to do it. And when I read something good about him, Mm -hmm. my whole mindset was changed Mm -hmm. about God that day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like. I tasted and saw that he was good, good that yeah. day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and that kept me coming back throughout mm-hmm. the whole day. Yeah, throughout the whole day, it mm-hmm. kept me just, just for that day. Yeah. He, yeah. just for that day, you That's know. All you and the next day mm-hmm. it was probably hard, but it was like, man, I tasted him today and he was good. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And don't they say the goodness
3: of God leads to repentance? Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. so you don't He's taste got it, you it, like, God, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what oh, man. Man. <laughs> um,
2: just drawing back to what d said like that knowing him mm-hmm. not yes, you, like, uh, that's, that's 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 a good thing oh express d good. express let express.
1: us know i mean knowing God <coughs> in, a, is a, in a bunch of fashions there's reason why he gives us uh instructions on mm. on what to do not because it's legalistic but because it's ultimately for us you know worship Dang. is for us God doesn't need us, right? right he Worship that. is for us, right? Getting to know him and having an intimate encounter is for us. Understanding his character mm-hmm. and how we're made in his image. Therefore, his character is ultimately, a, should be a reflection of how our character should be. Mm-hmm. And in that, we're getting to know him as well. And of course, through prayer, of course, through fasting, yeah. denying yourself just as he and his character denied himself, denied his nature and died by becoming mm-hmm. a human, ultimately showing us a mirror of how we should be.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I say something? <laughs> okay, that was about that. I ain't know who we was stopping, but that knowing him, it, I think it triggered me because, yeah, like how you said, it's not legalistic or anything, and I think it was, it it made me like just jump a little bit because my scripture of the year is um, the scripture that says, "So that I may know him and mm. the power of his oh, resurrection and yeah, sure uh-huh. the yeah. sufferings." But prior to him even saying that, he was like, "I count everything as rubbish." I, I count mm-hmm. all all of this life as rubbish, so that I may know you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what struck me so much, because he was like, everything in mm-hmm. life I don't want. Yeah, I take it all. I just want to know him. So it was something deeper that Paul was seeing in God that was. It was more valuable than what he could get get from God. Mm-hmm. It was like a deeper understanding that he wanted to know of God, a mm-hmm. deeper understanding. And I think that's where I am where, like, this confrontation. So me and Lawrence, we, we <laughs> hacked out some tension today. And it, it really allowed me to see God more because mm-hmm. I, I think I saw Jackie quote something about... Um, the people that irritate oh, you yeah, there I saw is where growth is, mm-hmm. or something like that. And he already knows he irritates me, so that's how.
1: <laughs> <I was>
2: <laughs> but honestly, like, um, just just linking that scriptures, knowing him, knowing that knowing him more was in this confrontation, and knowing that, I mean, I could have just been like, I want to walk out, like God, you, just I could cut it off you, if you ain't gonna do it, I could do it, mm-hmm. you know. But to the to the. The fact that it just led me to know God more in in him, mm-hmm. in Lawrence when I say him, and then also in God more, mm-hmm. I think it helped me. Yeah. Amen. That's
3: good. I really love it. He said not a feeling too. I think that's just a big yeah. misconception that people have and why they fall off or they go back. It's because we're looking for a feeling. Yes. I'm going to let you mm-hmm. tag team on that.
0: Yes, because it was just like when I learned that God is with me mm-hmm. and that he's in me, so, regardless of the fact of whether I feel him or not, his word doesn't change mm-hmm. so sometimes mm-hmm. when I'm in worship i gotta I really have to set my mind and just like. I don't have this
3: mm-hmm. immaculate feeling, mm-hmm. but God,
0: I know you're here. Mm-hmm. God, I know you're in me and I know you're in this place. So I'm gonna tap in. And mm-hmm. when I tap in, he is there to meet me right where I am. And I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh I feel you all in this place, God I just feel you all in my mind and just trickle down all over my ball. And I just be like I just be like, Oh God, I feel you And it's just like and something that Michelle said, it was just like Paul and he's just like, I count it all rubbish. Like you gotta look back at those things you keep going back to and that's rubbish mm-hmm. and like looking, at it, it's like all I want to do is know you. Mm-hmm. Like, we just gotta run back to the throne.
3: And some people, some people, I know people to this day that are saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, and you know, they have sexual encounters. And you know, it gets to a point where sometimes it's like it's it's like uh, becomes the norm, mm-hmm. but they know they shouldn't do it. And it's just kind of like, well, then okay, that's on you. You know, at the end of the day, because that's God tapping onto you to let you know that that feeling you have is not conducive to what we're trying to do here. So then now it's like it comes back to, okay, so you know that you're going back to something that's old, kind of like that dog going back to that bomb. But when are you going to just be like, okay, you know what? I'm really tired because I really just want what God is doing, you know. Mm -hmm. But some people are really in those predicaments. They go back to it just because and then they get kind of forced. What is it? Uh, What do they say? Uh, rocking a hard place kind of thing when yeah. you got to eventually come to a choice of yeah, you got to choose me or this me or this
0: and then let's like you don't like n- not to like judge that person but mm-hmm. just off the premise of like of that person mm-hmm. and just like we don't want to get to a place where our conscience gets shit with yeah. hot iron where you don't care anymore yeah and then that one time you go back mm-hmm. you don't come back yeah yeah and it's just, like, not to be, the, like, a scare tactic, mm-hmm. but, like, that's, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to scare nobody because it's yeah. love, you know, it ain't count as all. But it's just, like, sometimes it ain't got nothing to do with him. Yeah. It's us, us leaving. Yeah. And sometimes it's going to be, you're going to be out of cards to play. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be, like, now it's your life. Yeah. And we don't, you don't want to get to that place.
3: Mm-hmm. No.
0: And it's not going to be on him at that point.
3: Yeah, don't blame him because I was giving you that feeling to stop the first time, you know, but it yeah, happens.
0: Well, this conclude. I hope um, the listener was able to get some wisdom and those who joined in was able to get some wisdom on, on this. Um, this has been another A Seat at the Table podcast with your boy Lawrence Green with Brooke Majors, Michelle Nemo, and Dwayne Sampson.